Let me help you. No, no, I've got it under control. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Stop it. Did I get it in my mouth? Oh my god. Welcome to a cast with no name. We are your hosts. I'm Jay. And I'm Matt. This is episode 29. This episode will be continuing our spooky movie month, scary movie, whatever the hell you want to call it. Spooky, spooky. Spooky. As we discuss Sam Raimi's 2009 horror comedy, Horror? Horror? Horror. Horror. Horror comedy, Drag Me to Hell. That's right. Uh, but first, don't forget to visit our website. You can find all of our other episodes, and you can comment on episodes. You can write to our email, all that good stuff. Uh, and we'll just say from the get-go, this is, movie came out uh, 13 years ago. Yes, it's old. It is. <sighs> In relative terms. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're just going to hop into spoilers, but uh, go see it. Or go see it. See it. See it, yes, I agree. I, I, I don't know where it's streaming. I I have no idea. I'm sure it's somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I had it. I had it, too. So. Um, I think yeah. we wanted to talk about it, too, because it's a solid movie. Yeah. That it, I enjoy. Yeah. A it's lot. a kind of horror <clears throat> yes. movie that I like. Um, but, yeah, uh, go go see it. It's, it's worth watching. It's very it's, good, yeah. It's kind of under the radar. No one really talks about it. Yeah, and... Uh, and I don't know why. Why is that? I think because it had some spooky elements into it, but I, I think the comedy threw people off. Oh, did, well, it's Sam Raimi. Yeah, and <laughs> to where... That's I, what he does. Because a lot of the comedy that he does in this movie is more of a gross-out yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. factor. Or just odd. Yeah. There's some scenes in it that are just... You're just like, what is going on? <laughs> He's just taking a piss. Yeah, to where, it, yeah, he, he does take the piss out of some of the scenes yeah, yeah. and stuff, and he kind of undercuts it with humor <clears throat> to where if you're looking for a straight, I want to be scared shitless, this isn't the kind of movie no, for you. No. Um, it's Sam Raimi, when he does horror, he mm-hmm. he knows, I mean, he knows it's goofy. It, it's yeah. goofy by nature, and he takes advantage of that. Um, but he does he is able to set up, uh, several scenes to where it's yeah it's pretty it kind of gets you a little bit it does yeah absolutely so, especially in this movie yeah that's why this kind of stands out to me because it's very creepy and suspenseful in certain moments and mm-hmm. then it just gets undercut by a gross weird scene or just a just a <laughs> weird absurd yeah mixed in mixed with in with the all the suspense scene to yeah. where it it kind of like Ele- elevates it in a way, makes it adds levity to s- yeah. situation. So it, it's not getting too serious. Dour. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. But yeah, uh, you, you want to set it up? What it's what's it about and all that yeah, good stuff? Let me let me do that. It's got some good so, people in it. <clears throat> uh, a loan officer played by Allison Lohman uh, evicts an old woman from her home finds herself the recipient of, of a supernatural curse. Desperate, she turns to a seer to try and save her soul while evil forces work to push her to a breaking point. That's that's a good summary. Yep. Directed uh, and written by Sam Raimi, uh, also written uh, by the help of his brother Ivan Raimi, mm-hmm. and uh, stars Alison Lohman, Justin Long, Ruth Liv- Livier, Livier, 
and uh, Lorna Raver. Yeah, who plays Mrs. Ganush, mm-hmm. which is a great performance. <laughs> I love it. She's great in it. But uh, yeah, so which? All right, there's two versions. I saw the unrated one. You did see the unrated. I one. did. Okay. Yeah, I, that's the one I had. Okay. Um, and then I saw. I believe it's the unrated. one. It's also the director's cut. Yes. Um, I saw that version as well. Okay. Good. Um, I don't think I've seen. The theatrical cut. Okay. Um, I, I did it. I saw it in theaters, so I've, I've seen okay. it. Yeah. And I, when looking for clips for this movie, I stumbled up upon, I was looking for a scene in particular, and I saw the theatrical cut. And I was like, mm. wait, that's not, that's not how I remembered it. And then I was like, oh, wait, hold on. And then I modified my search. Uh, I think it was like the bloody nose scene, unrated. Yeah. And I had to sign in to YouTube to be able to view it. And I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> <it> right. <laughs> <laughs> that is a big distinction between those two versions is the nosebleed scene. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> And I, I think there's more uh, more mouth. A lot more mouth. More, more mouth than the uh, <clears throat> thing. But, yeah. Um, so I didn't see this until... First time I saw this movie uh, was with your sister. Okay. My wife. Yes. And One and the same? Yep, one and the same. Okay. Uh, no, both of them, same time. Yeah, both. Uh, there you go. <laughs> you animal. <laughs> um, because she is really into Halloween movies, mm-hmm. and she, uh, she's like, "Oh, do you want to watch Drag Me to Hell?" I was like, I've, "I've never seen that." There you go. And something that you've never seen that she has. Yeah, and uh, I enjoyed it. Um, it, it, I was pleasantly surprised by that movie, just with. I, I love that humor. I don't, I don't yeah. know what it's just so gross <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. enjoyable. Um, but yeah, that was the first time I saw it, and it was probably 2013. Maybe. Okay. So I saw it when it came out. Okay. I'm just a big Sam Raimi fan, so it delivered on everything I wanted. Um, yeah, it. it's not like Evil Dead or Evil Dead 2, even, where. Uh, well, especially Evil Dead 2 or Army of Darkness, where it kind of just hits you over the head, where it's mainly comedy. With some horror with elements. With some horror elements. This is a horror movie with com- comedic elements. Mm-hmm. So you yep. kind of flipped it around a little bit. Yeah. Which I like. I, The horror part of this, like the suspense where she's getting you know stalked and haunted by the spirit is pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really well paced, and he doesn't do a lot of... Uh, there's not a lot of special effects. It's just a lot of noises. I think the sound editing and the sound in this movie are just yeah. phenomenal. I have the sound effects. Um, <clears throat> is, they just... <clears throat> uh, the Foley person who... Oh. Foley sound effects is... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> for those of you who don't know, uh, Foley sound artist, what they do is they create the sound effects. So if you have... A scene where someone's getting hit in the face they don't google sound effects they right will like hit their uh, hand against their fist they'll um they'll take uh someone's getting hit with a bat they'll hit like a bag of rice or a bag of beans or what have you to yeah. try and get the sound effect and yep. I, I think working on this movie was probably a blast for that just because the sound effects are so over the top oh, at yeah. times like with the old lady coughing yeah to where it just sounds like a normal cough and then just adds like this gurgle like <laughs> phlegm coming up and to her yeah. mouth and <clears throat> yep 
And I I love the uh, the score. Mm-hmm. The music's really good. Yep. It's got that creepy violin to it, and um, it's got this like orchestra feel to it, and then it gets undercut by like the creepy violin, which is just kind of off. You know, it's unsettling, a little off putting. Mm-hmm. You're not expecting it's like a curveball that sets up the mood right. It's just, it's a good score for this movie. Yeah. Um, but it also, I mean, it holds true to a lot of, I mean, Raimi puts his stuff in here. I, the only thing is like Bruce Campbell doesn't make an appearance. No, he doesn't. Um, but the, what is it? That tan Oldsmobile. Yeah. It's always in it. Is always in it. Cause I think that, uh, that was Aunt May's car yep. in Spider-Man. It was the car that all the teenagers take and evil, evil dead. dead. Yeah. And it's Ash's car. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Army and of darkness, all that stuff shows up in the gift. Yep. Um, yep. And uh, so it, it has it's in for love of the game. It's Kevin Costner's car. Oh yeah, yep. <laughs> and so you have that bit in there to where you're always seeing. Um, I think one of Raimi's brothers is uh, is it Ted? Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't think. Oh, he's he in the movie. I thought I thought I saw him. Uh, Emma Raimi's in it. Okay. Anyways, family <laughs> members. Yep, random, family members. Random Raimi members of the tribe. Yeah. Um, Do you? Guess who else was in this movie that I noticed when I was watching it? I was like, is that Octavia Spencer? She's in the background as one of the bank tellers. And then yeah, sure shit was yep. her before she, you know, won an Oscar and yeah. all that stuff. <coughs> but yeah, it says here, Ted Raimi's the doctor. Okay. Yep. 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 And, uh, but then it also has the typical, you think you're out. Oh, but they pull you back in. <laughs> yeah, you think you're out of the situation, everything's fine, and yeah. then at the last moment, all hell breaks loose again, which he did in the first Evil Dead, the yep. second Evil Dead, um, did it in this, did it in the most recent Doctor Strange, yep. Multiverse of Madness, um, to where, and that's kind of like a Ramyism to mm-hmm. where, oh, you think happy ending, and then nope, nope, and, sure isn't. A lot of Dutch angles, yeah, does a lot of that, a lot of quick editing and close up, uh does that a lot yeah um yeah a lot of close-ups a lot of close-ups especially with mouth i don't know what the the theme of this movie it should be drag me to my mouth yeah (laughs) i I have that in everything in the mouth (laughs) like that's all (laughs) everything is it's to the point of like absurdity which uh and it is absurd yeah we 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 touched on the uh the nosebleed scene yeah um which maybe because some of these things that we're going to reference, maybe maybe I'll add links to the clips so that way people can oh yeah look watch at them sure, look sure. at it if they're if they haven't seen it yeah um or at least see the version that we saw <laughs> yeah um but well let's start with the uh, setup of the story okay right. I think it's great writing yeah yeah it it actually has a story and developed characters it sure does um, sure does and it's shorter than Halloween ends um, amazing yeah the so. Allison Lohman plays uh, Christine Brown, and and she's great in it, by the way. Yeah, she's uh, awesome. And the entire time I was watching, it, I was like, "How come she's not in more movies?" Yeah, I don't more know stuff. Like the only other thing I remember seeing her in is uh, Big Fish. Uh, she plays yeah. the young Jessica Tandy's yeah younger, younger version. version. She um, was in Matchstick Men with uh, Nicholas. She played the Sam kid. Ma- yes. Okay. Um. Well, the the thirteen year old, but. Yeah, she's yeah, eighteen or nineteen. Yep, and uh, so Allison Loman plays Christine mm-hmm. Brown. She is a loan officer mm-hmm. at a bank, and she is trying to get the assistant manager manager position at her bank. Uh, her boss, played by David Paymer, great. Uh, yeah, he's, love he's him. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's great. Yeah. Um, 
plays her boss, and so she's trying to get a promotion over one of her co-workers, which is played by Reggie Lee, who plays Stu. Um, and a lady comes in, and she is behind on her mortgage payment. And just creepy old lady, just disgusting. Oh, the gypsy. Yeah, the gypsy. (laughs) And uh, she's asking for another extension. Times Mm -hmm. are tough and everything else. She goes to her boss, says, hey, uh, this lady wants an extension on her loan. And you can kind of get the feeling from her boss saying, well, we gave her two extensions already. And she and uh, it's a tough decision. I'll I'll leave it up to you. Yeah. Terminate it. But it's a tough decision. I'll leave it up to you. And she wants that promotion. Mm -hmm. um, And she's got to one up herself over Stu. So she denies the extension. Right. She uh, does not take that kindly. And she attacks uh, Christine in the bank. She gets dragged out by she's begging on her knees. And uh, Christine says, sorry, I can't help you. And she's like, I begged. And you you shamed me. Yeah, you, you shamed me. And so she gets dragged out by security, and uh, they she tracks her down in a parking garage later, and the gypsy woman puts a curse on Christine. Fast forward a little bit, she's uh, weird stuff starts happening to mm-hmm. her. Uh, she's dating a guy, Justin Long. Justin Long, who uh, is not funny in this at all. No, uh, he plays a just normal straight vanilla character. character. Yep. Yeah. And uh, doesn't really have that much to do in the movie, but that's fine. Yep. Yeah. It, I feel like it was just he wanted to be in a Sam Raimi movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he doesn't show a lot of range. You don't need to, though, for it. It's yeah. her movie. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so that's the that's, that's the setup. That's the setup. So where she deal uh, for the rest of the movie, she's trying to get rid of the curse. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she tries it out first on her own. Then she goes to see a seer. Uh and then hilarity ensues. That's right. Um, and I like how they set her up to where you feel for her. You're, mm-hmm. You feel like sympathetic for her because she has like an mm-hmm. eating disorder because she used to be a bigger girl mm-hmm. and she grew up on her farm and she uh, she's trying to win over the the uh, her uh, boyfriend's parents. Mm-hmm. You don't they don't want her to date her because she's just a farm girl. She doesn't really have any clout to her name yet. Yeah, she, yeah. They want him to marry. Like equal a Yale, to his status. Right, right. Like and, a Yale law graduate or something. Yep. And and she's not a bad person. And, and the only reason why she denied the loan mortgage extension is because she just she wanted that position. She really wanted that position because she overheard Justin Long's character, uh, Clay, talking to his mother and his mother saying, She who is she? She's a farm girl. So she felt pressure about getting the promotion which she wanted for herself. Then she feel, felt the added pressure of also needing the promotion to impress uh, Clay's parents. And in that, also her boss saying, it's up to you. Yeah. Kind of a thing. If you want this, you're going to have to yeah. do this. Um, it's good dialogue, too. When uh, uh, Rhett, is it, Who is it? Sorry, not Reggie Lee. That's the actor, Stu. Uh, Stu. Stu comes <clears throat> up and... Uh, the uh, the boss, uh, Mr. Jax, mm-hmm. says, hey, could you take your lunch break now? And while you're out there, could you give me a turkey club? And then Stu pops in. He's like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Spicy ma- spicy mustard on mine, please, too. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. And she brings the sandwich back, and he says, oh, you didn't. You, you, you got made, mine wrong. You got mine wrong. When she didn't. <laughs> yeah. And, and I said, su- like, that's such a good character because yeah. I see people pulling that shit. All the time. All the time. Trying yeah. to one up position well position themselves 
in a uh, air of authority so that way they could step up or to try and make themselves seem authoritative to other people, right. even though they're, they're yeah. peers, but just trying to look good in front of the boss so right. that way they can... Make the other person seem incompetent. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. It's creepy. <laughs> Douchebags. <laughs> Hate it. Yeah, but that dialogue was great. I like how they're 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 trying to make you root for Christine mm-hmm. in the movie because if you weren't rooting for her, then you wouldn't care. You wouldn't care. Yeah, like Halloween ends. So <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about that movie some more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they they do a good job of you caring about the characters. Yes. Um, and other than, but but they do it without the expense of hating other characters. I mean, other than Stu. Um, but, I mean, you don't feel any ill will towards the boss. Uh, you don't feel ill will towards the boyfriend. Um, to where, which is tough because some movies they do that. To where, in, to, in order to elicit empathy for the main character, they make other characters dumb or mean or just nonsensical antagonist to where it's yeah nope it's just her you're just rooting for her yeah um and they do that successfully without diminishing other characters right and they're doing like Stu for example yeah he's a bad guy but like towards the end of the movie where she's trying to pass off the button to other people mm-hmm. is he really bad enough to warrant him his soul to burn in hell for eternity uh, she wrestles with that, and then she's still a good person. Where she's like, "No, he doesn't deserve that." He's yeah, he's trying to one up me at work, but no, nah, he doesn't deserve that. Yeah, she's like, "I already killed my cat trying to lift this this thing. I don't want to like do another awful thing to mm-hmm. kind of sully my soul or whatever." So, yeah, you just root for her the whole time, mm-hmm. and then that's why I love the ending of this movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's so ballsy. It's good. Um, what one thing I did uh, <laughs> that part in this. So at the end, uh, well, toward the end, um, the seer played by uh, Dilip Dilip Rao. Rao? Yeah. Rao? I think it's Rao. Rao? Yeah. Uh, I'll defer to you. Dilip Rao. He was in like this. Oh, Inception. Inception, and he was in Avatar. Yeah. So he went like on a string of movies here. Some classics. (laughs) Raimi, Cameron, (laughs) Nolan. Nolan? I mean, Jesus. Jeez, man. Um. So he plays the seer, uh, which he's great in this. He is uh, really good. And he tells Allison, or sorry, tells Christine, uh, there's a medium that is has experience, has experience, and but she's not cheap. Mm-hmm. And he says she requires ten thousand dollars, and so that's like kind of a small portion of the movie to where she's. She's trying to fit like she needs needs this money. Needs the money. And uh, she ends up getting the money and they go to the medium. And the first thing she says is uh, I've because at the very beginning of the movie, they do a short intro and you don't know who it is. But the medium that she ends up meeting was the medium at the beginning of the movie. Right. Uh, that dealt with the, the similar kind of demon. Uh, back in like the 60s and she meets her gives her ten thousand dollars she says yeah i have personal experience with this um i've waited years of my life just hoping to have the chance to be able to face down this demon again and blah like just makes it sound so personal i'm like "Ah, 
that? You also needed ten thousand dollars, didn't you? You sure did. I was like, it obviously wasn't that personal because yeah. it's like, I feel like if that was the case, then she would have done it for free. Yeah. And I've that that's my only gripe about the movie. The only thing that kind of stuck out in my mind to where, um, I feel like maybe she could have met the medium earlier, mm. trying to get her, and then once the medium finds out, they they could have done a nice little uh. Nice little scene to where, oh, you're talking about this kind of demon. And then she could tell that story. And she's like, I've waited years to be able to do this. You don't, I'll do it for free. Right. And, um, and it, it got, and I kind and I think about a scene in uh, Game of Thrones when uh, Tyrion is in prison. And who's, uh, um, when, which uh, prison? The, the, when he's in Red Keep and he's like on oh, okay. trial by combat, and oh, then okay. you have uh, Man- the Mandalorian comes in and says, uh, I, w- "I would be a champion." Yeah, he, he <laughs> tells that story of meeting him as a baby. He's like, "Oh, you were just a baby," and yeah, da, 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 da. and he's like, "And and the mountain raped my sister," and blah 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 blah. He's like, "I will be your champion." Like that kind of, I felt like uh, it could have okay. had that kind of feeling in a saying. scene like that. That's the <clears> only thing I think I would have changed in this movie. Um, just because it would have been that much more, oh, things are starting to work out for this character now to where yeah. it just create that much of a downfall later. Yeah. But. Well, uh, the spirit came to her for, for, because of a wrong decision. She didn't follow her heart. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they tried to cast it out for the wrong reason. She, the only reason she did was for money. Yeah. So there wasn't anything there really to, mm-hmm. from the heart to, to, uh, cast it out yeah. forever. So I don't know if they did that intentionally or I don't know. Maybe maybe that's why they did the ten thousand dollar thing and they didn't do it. Maybe. I don't know. Either way. What'd you think of the uh uh the whole seance, that whole scene with the dancing demon above the fire and then the goat talking. <laughs> so it felt very Sam Raimi. <laughs> yeah. uh, with the goat talking, I was like, <clears throat> Evil Dead. Like it yeah, reminded yeah, me yeah. of like the demon just started taking yeah, over yeah. all the other bodies. Like, <laughs> yeah. like just a weird Yeah. Uh kind of losing your mind kind of feeling. Yeah. Um inhabiting everything, yeah. Yeah. Uh but yeah. <laughs> the goat saying, You bitch. <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah, possess that one guy, and he starts doing like a like an Irish jig above the. Mm-hmm. This yeah, comes out of nowhere. But it's funny, uh, but yeah, uh, let's listen. Oh no! This, okay, set this scene up, Jay. All right, so uh, with this clip, it so the curse has already been uh, put on Christine, mm-hmm. and uh, it's starting to freak her out. And she is uh, dealing with that. Stu comes to her desk and starts to do stew things. Do stew things, and um, she's just trying to keep her shit together. Yeah, but um, things are looking up. She is uh, kind of handling this loan for the super big business venture. It's the largest loan the bank's ever had, so it's very important to her to keep it uh, keep it straight. She's starting to look better in front of her boss, and. Uh, then this happens. Hey, Christine. What are you just getting here? What are you, the hall monitor? Ha ha. Very funny, Christine. Oh, what's this? What do you want? Uh, I need you to finish teaching me the loan procedures. I've got a lot on my mind. Can we do this tomorrow? Sure. 
I'll just uh, tell Mr. Jackson you don't have the time right now. Maybe he can tell no, me. No, no. Okay, I'll do it. Okay. Uh, we were going over the asset-based lending guidelines. Right. Let's say your client is a company that can't get traditional bank financing. I'll put the link in the description of this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you can hear the uh, blood dri- kind of dripping out of her nose, but then it just it sprays. sprays everywhere. And, and the whole setup with her just kind of slowly losing it. And then it's <laughs> David Payman, uh, did it get in my mouth? And he's just covered in fucking blood. <laughs> yeah. And he says it again. This scene goes on. You can hear him in the background as she's talking to somebody on the phone. He's yeah. Like, he's like, did anything get in my mouth? <laughs> In the background. Uh. But it's a running theme because uh, yeah. you have that scene. You have a nightmare where she has when the old lady's like on top of her and just vomits all these maggots on top mm-hmm. of her and half goes in her mouth. Yeah. You have a fly that goes into her mouth. Yeah. Uh, the run in into at the toward the beginning of the movie in the parking garage. She, her teeth fall out. The old lady's teeth fall out. And then she's like gumming her entire her, face, her entire face and chin to where. <laughs> Like her gross mouth is inside <laughs> yeah. Christine's mouth, and that—that's probably one of my favorite parts too. Just yeah. like, yeah, gumming her, yeah. And um, then she sticks the ruler in her mouth. Yep. She spits it out, coughs it out. Yeah. Then she goes to visit Mrs. Ganoush, realizes that they have—they're having a wake for her in the basement. Mm-hmm. And she, goes, <laughs> she goes to look at Mrs. Ganoush. She knocks her over for whatever reason she's wrestling on the ground with the corpse and then the corpse falls on her face again and it's like yeah, it gaunt- just vomits like all this embalming gaunt- fluid on yeah. her or whatever well, I, I think it was just bile or something Ugh. because it felt like a natural burial yeah, to yeah. where she wasn't embalmed and then Ugh. you have the scarf goes in her mouth yeah everything just goes in her mouth right. the cat pops out of the mouth yep. of that one demon yep. which is like i don't want your cat and pukes it out of the mouth <laughs> Yeah, it's just constant, constant in the mouth. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff on the mouth. But that's just Raimi. He just does weird shit like that, which is funny. But yeah, but I, I like the, yeah, it's just the, the tension, the growing mm-hmm. tension, and then just the over-the-top gore. Did, did any of it get in my mouth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's little dialogues, little nuggets like that that are just out of left field. There's there's a scene where uh, Christine and uh, Justin Long, Clay, his name's Clay in the, in the movie, Goes to visit Clay's parents, mm-hmm. and uh, by the way, did you notice the dad was? You trying to say that Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? Yeah. <laughs> the guy from Jesus, Major League, yeah, Major League. No one's questioning your faith here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he's in it anyway. 
so they're they're talking about uh they, they walk in and then the cat they have a cat like you know gr- uh, growls at mm-hmm. uh christine and then she's like oh you know i had a cat and just clay's like you have a cat yeah and then she goes well how would i know <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like there's like awkward sounds for like five <laughs> seconds she's like you know because cats you know they come and they go and i don't know where they are Okay, and then they just walk. It's just an awkward. Anyway, there's little things like that throughout the movie mm-hmm. that are funny. Um, but yeah, it's just a good fun. Yeah, movie, I, and and it's not. I I don't think it's obviously I don't think it's Ramy's best movie, but it's a good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say mediocre because that sounds bad, but it, it's just a good average movie i yeah. feel like that's enjoyable it's <clears throat> not um i mean it's not it, it was never one of those oh it's oh it's uh it's not an event movie yeah it's like oh it's super good you got you, you you have to see it it's not one of those movies but also it i think it's a lot better than what i mean imdb gave it like oh what they give it 6.6 it's better than that yeah I mean, I, I feel like it's a... It's got a 92% of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I, I think it's... Uh, it's original. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it... I, I don't... I don't ever feel like, ah, I kind of want to watch Drag Me to Hell. Like, I never really have an urge, but I'm always happy when we watch it. Yeah. To where I... Um, because I forget about the sound effects and the amount of, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's just enjoyable. It um, is. It's kind of like chicken noodle soup a little bit. Yeah. And it, it was space between uh, Spider-Man three and then Oz, the Great and powerful. Mm-hmm. So this is probably something where he was like, I just need $30 million in like four months yeah. to shoot this. Please let me do this. Cause I want to do something fun mm-hmm. between doing these two giant, massive properties that yeah. I'm going to dive into for the next couple years. And I am surprised that s- there isn't some movie studio, whether it be universal mm-hmm. or whatever that just, I, I, and I don't, maybe it didn't make a lot of money. I, and maybe that's what their concern is, but I'm surprised yeah. <clears throat> Netflix or somebody just hasn't, gone to Sam Raimi and been like tell you what I'll give you 25 million yeah. per movie for the next 10 years just come up with some weird shit and yeah. have fun because it's it is a fun movie and there's not a I feel like there's not a lot of movies like that to where you can tell people had fun making it um, yeah and this is I feel like the kind of movies that he enjoys doing um Absolutely, and I wish there was more of them. Yeah, because um, there's not a lot of horror, horror comedies, and especially original stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know, not a lot. Well, I'm looking at the stats here. So yeah, I was dead on thirty million dollar production budget, and it made ninety two million dollars worldwide. So it made a profit. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you consider, yeah, they probably spent ten to fifteen million probably in marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Make Double more your money. Just make some more. Like, hey, uh, if you give me $30 million, would you like it if I give you $60 million? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Please. Or wait, $90 million. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it's not a huge production. I mean, it's not going to take up mm-hmm. a lot of time to, to film or anything. I mean, there's like, there's the bank set. There's her house. 
Uh, there's a couple scenes where they're in another office, which yeah. might have been in the same set. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the the manor, the manor set, and that's about it. Yeah. And there's not a lot of. Spe- I mean, the special effects feel dated. Um, they do now, yeah. But he knows how to do special effects. So, yeah. I, and he has a name to where I feel like if he just did nothing but these movies, I feel like there'd be some pretty big name people that would just want to be part of it. Right. Just a yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I'll do a Raimi movie. Yeah. That'd be fun. Well, and the special effects, I think they're intentionally now I don't want to say bad, but they're they don't need to be like pristine. Yeah, no. Because it's it's, like, it's a comedic effect. Yeah, it, it, it's it should be cartoonish right. in a sense. Yeah. Um But yeah, I, I wish that I wish he just made nothing but these kinds of movies. Yeah. Um Wait, no more Doctor Strange? Multiverse of Madness. Oh, I'm sorry, Scarlet Scarlet Witch movies. Well, I will. Uh, <laughs> Oz the Great and Powerful. If they give him, if they give him another Spider Man, I'm I'm all about that. If they get, if he so, does another Tobey Maguire Spider Man, that'd be. Oh. <sighs> so I just watched uh, Spider Man One and Spider Man Two with Liam and Lincoln. Mm-hmm. They both loved it, and I forgot just how good Spider Man Two is. Spider Man Two is that the... is a fucking awesome movie. It's fantastic. It's uh, I haven't seen it in forever. And it's it's wonderful. It's great. It's probably my favorite superhero movie. It's up there. I'd say that'd probably be my number one. And I it's very good. I remember the first time I saw it in theaters. It's but what do the kids say? Fucking slaps is got Is that. that the new thing? Yeah, it slaps. Yeah, I have no. I've never heard know. of it. It's probably old now. If I heard about <laughs> slaps? it, slaps. Fucking old. Uh, it's uh, it slaps <laughs> for shizzle. <laughs> um, it's lit, Jay. <laughs> it's tight. <laughs> tight. <laughs> but but. Uh, fucking. Yeah, we said all that stuff, didn't we? Um. Yeah, what were we saying? Oh, another Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Movie. Oh yeah, yeah, That's, that'd be great. So I, I'd like him to do these funny horror, yeah, movies, and just like the kind of gross out, <clears throat> yeah, kind of movie. I'd like to see more of him doing more of that. Um, you know what it felt like actually? Because we were we, when we did the top five Halloween movies, and I you know rewatched Creepshow and Trick or Treat, the Halloween arc, and just the pacing and the beats of those types of stories. This mm-hmm. kind of felt like a prolonged version of one of those stories, just with by how it started and how it ended abruptly. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a cautionary tale. Yeah. That's so when I watched it again, I thought of that. I'm like, wow, this is like a, this is like a long creep show story, mm-hmm. but very well done. Yeah. And it's not because <clears throat> it's a pretty quick movie. It's only, it's like an hour and a half, yeah, hour and a half. Hour and it goes by minutes. quick though. Yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely feels like one of those stories because of the ending. Yeah. It ends mm-hmm. on a, a downer, like a yeah. big downer. Yeah. You're like, Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> that sucks um but you kind of saw it coming though like with the the envelope and then when the the seer licks the envelope again you're like oh they're doing the yeah they're gonna switch it up mm-hmm. yeah back from the coin collection thing and all that yeah but yeah, yeah no i <clears throat> i wish she would i wish people would give him money to do more of these things yeah um because yeah they're either you either get uh like a 10 million dollar budget or 20 million dollar budget or you get a 300 million dollar budget yeah and that's it. There's no in between. Mm-hmm. But you don't need even fifty million dollars to do a movie like this. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, twenty, thirty million still. I think he could do, especially since he's very good. He's he's a very good filmmaker, mm-hmm. meaning he can do a lot with very very little. 
And I think 25 to 30 million, even in today's dollars, he would be able to do some pretty fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> yeah, I'm surprised like Amazon or Netflix or somebody hasn't just said, here you go. They do it with everyone else. Yeah, I know. Like shitty people too. Maybe he doesn't want to do it. He took that long break between uh, Oz the Great and Powerful and Doctor Strange. Yeah. Well, he did uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. He probably directed some of those. Yeah. Um, the, uh, I mean, he's kind of doing that. Yeah, he might not want to do it. I mean, he is, he's getting to be retirement age, but I feel like he still likes. Yeah. I feel like likes he's doing this. Still likes doing it. Oh, when I was watching Spider-Man 2, they mm-hmm. were uh, trying to figure out Doc Ock's name. And they go, Doc Octopus, Doctor Strange. He's like, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. But it's taken. Ah, uh. uh, yeah. It's like, ah, oh, callback. Who would have known? 20 years later, he does a Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I I enjoy this kind of movie from him. I Just, do, too. It, feels, it still feels like something a first-time filmmaker would do. But I don't mean that as an insult. Like, it feels... It feels goofy enough. It feels cl- it's it's clever enough. He doesn't feel like a jaded filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Like he, it doesn't feel like he's phoning it in. You can tell he's having fun with it. Yeah. Um, just with the tiny details that he puts in, with the tiny bits of dialogue, the, yeah. the sound effects, the yeah, all that stuff. Um, yeah, you, you can feel the fun in it. <clears throat> you know what? This movie is like. Uh, I'm thinking of you know future topics that we can talk about if we did like a top five. Movies that were solid that you always forget about, mm-hmm. but then when you like you revisit it, you're like, oh yeah, that's right, that movie is really yeah, good. This good. is like one of those movies where I watch it like every, I don't know, four, three or four years, and you just forget about it. Mm-hmm. And then when you watch, it, you're like, wow, I forgot how good this movie is. Yeah, this is up there. Yep. Yeah, that'd be a future topic we could do. Yeah, because it's not a, it's not like gonna be. Like oh, I want to yeah. watch this over and over. Yeah, it's and not over. one you're like, oh, you gotta see this movie. It's not. It's not one of those. It's just. Yeah. It's like a pleasant surprise almost. Yeah. We're like, this is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> How is this good? It's not like Back to the Future. Or, yeah. You know, Jurassic Park. Yeah, the first it's, one. It's or... never going to be a classic. No. Um. It, it's kind of. It, I. Yeah. It's like you said. It was in between Spider-Man Three and Oz, and it's kind of like a palate cleanser for him. Yeah. To where. It, it was like uh, f- when Favreau did Chef oh, in between yeah, yeah. Iron good. Man 2 and uh, whatever the hell else was it. What, Jungle the, Book? or the line, Yeah, some, ju- Jungle Book, I something think. Something like that. Um, some $300 million yeah, monstrosity. <laughs> which he literally made a movie about a guy trying to figure out why he fell in love with his profession. <laughs> right. No catharsis there. No projection. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Working on his demons. Um. Yeah, it's yeah. I recommend it. I I recommend it too. It's fun. It's uh, it's good to watch during Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Just for the sound. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd watch it in the theater again, just because the sound's amazing. It's very good. Yeah. Um. It's creepy. Yeah, creating tension. Mm-hmm. Pretty good book. Pretty good example of how to do that with shots. Uh. The editing, the sound, the uh, yeah. just using everything at your disposal. Yep. Um, it's the only it's the only horror movie too to where the characters aren't overly comedic, like uh, Bruce Campbell mm-hmm. in Evil Dead Two or Army of Darkness, where the character itself is a is a comedic take on is the is comedic and 
the main protagonist. Mm-hmm. This, there's everyone here is playing it pretty serious. Yeah. And the comedy is just an after effect of the situation. Mm-hmm. The, the characters themselves aren't. Yeah, the situation is funny. The characters are. No. Yeah. They're dead serious. Yeah. And I feel like other people <laughs> cannot do that. Like, I, I, I can't think of really anyone that could. Because either if you do a horror film, it's like it's straight horror film. Oh, you're talking about Sam Raimi can do that. Can do that. Oh, yeah. Sam, Sam oh, okay. Raimi can balance that tone, can insert those comedic effects without it ruining the overall yeah, yeah, movie yeah. because it fits. Yeah. And it's not just like a one-off thing. I mean, he's purposely putting that humor in there, and it works to where I don't think a lot of filmmakers could balance those two tones mm. well. W- without it overtaking the other. Yeah, without it. Yeah, overtaking the other or just coming off ridiculous or mm. just people are like, oh, no, that, that wasn't any good. Right. Like, oh, it, it didn't take itself seriously enough kind of a thing, which I don't think anyone would say this about this movie because after watching the whole, like, it feel like the humor feels like it should be there yeah. in this kind of a movie. So Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. And it ends with the poor girl being dragged to hell, just like the title. Well, it's what she gets. <laughs> it's what she gets. <laughs> Lady didn't pay her mortgage, Jay. Come on, what are you, a communist? Well, uh, uh, oh, and uh, FYI, hmm. yesterday, yeah, because today's the 24th. Sure. If you're listening to this, it's the 24th. Uh, <clears throat> yesterday was Sam Raimi's birthday. Really? Yeah. What is he? October 23rd. Uh, he's a man that <laughs> works in Hollywood. He uh, <laughs> was born in 59, October 23rd. So, wow. uh, that's hard. 70. 70, no. huh? 60? No. No, no. 63. Jesus. 69. 63. <laughs> 63 years 79, old. 79, 89. We're doing the math. 99, 09. Yeah, 63. 63 years old. Math is usually my strong suit, but... Oh, yeah. I'm only an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need numbers. I yeah. got a calculator. I got a calculator. I got my T- T-800 here. Mm-hmm. Well, he... Uh, you still got two years left, right? Before retirement age? Yeah. Just pump starts, one of these out. Starts uh, collecting that Social Security. That's right. Maybe then he'll start making uh, more movies like this. Hopefully. His next movie is, uh, apparently, what I see, is like World War Three. Or wait, no. The King, the King Killer Chronicle. What the hell is that? Pre-production. Feature film based on Patrick Rothfuss's book about a young man who grows up to become a notorious magician oh i don't know what kind of book that is but that i feel like could have potential yeah has mm. written two of the three books in a 10 year time blah 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 blah. um interesting yeah yeah i don't know I, i'd like for him to uh just do Fun, small. Yeah, no work. more. I don't want big budget, like uh, IP temples from major studios. Yeah, there's too much, too too much other hands in the pot. Well, yeah, well, he's obviously proven that he can write original material mm-hmm. that people will go see, and you can make some money off of it. Yeah, so just do that. Yep. Or Spider-Man Four. Spider-Man Four. I like it. I'll do it. <sighs> yeah, exercise your demons from Spider-Man Three because people thought that wasn't very good. <laughs> Which there's some there's some weight behind that, yeah. The God, yeah, Spider Man Two is fucking. It's really good. Really 
Yeah. So, well, anything more on... Uh, no, I recommend it. Uh, see it. It's a great movie. Yeah. Way better than Halloween Ends. God, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's fun. It's ma- master class on score, sound effects, building tension, editing the editing, shots. All that stuff. So creative and yes. fun. Um, and that's... It's it's fun to watch movies like that. You don't get a lot of movies where you can just see that people are having a good time. And yeah. The filmmakers having a good time and everything. It's a very so. underrated movie and it doesn't yeah. need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so see it. Enjoy it. You'll yep. love it. If not, well, let us know in the comments. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> and we're gonna delete them. Yes. Um so Well, Jay, what are we talking about next time? Uh I don't know. Mm. Oh. Matt. Yes. Join us next time as we discuss House of the Dragon. Oh, yeah. Episode 8, 9, and 10. So Comes to an end, at least this season. Yep. So, I mean, by, I mean, obviously, it's already come to an end. Yes. But, by the uh, time you listen to that, yes. But, yeah. So, we're going to be, uh, yeah, we'll be talking about that uh, next yep. time. So, And, Nicole, I promise we're going to get to the top five most confusing movies. Yep. Slash movie endings. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we got to reward the people that actually participate in the comments, Jay. Hmm? <laughs> I know. Yeah. The, uh, which aren't, we, we got, we're going to have to figure out how we're going to do that because, uh, yeah. She, uh, a listener, Nicole wrote in so that she wanted to, yeah, us to discuss mm-hmm. the top five confusing endings of a movie or confusing movies. Correct. Yes. So do they, are they, should they still be confusing or do we do the top five of, Oh, the first time I saw this, I was confused. Oh, I see what you're saying. Kind of a thing. It's fair because I've, I'm such a nerd to where I read so much trivia or background mm. about something to where it's not confusing to you anymore. Not really. So, cause you're just, you're just so smart. Uh, no, I just read, uh, what other people, other smarter people have. Oh, figured I was out. like, I, I'll take that as yeah. my own. That, that's what I thought. That's of. my opinion now. Mm. So you're one of those people. I am. Uh, it's unfortunate, but, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll have to figure out how we want to do that. Yeah. For uh, sure. Well, but, cause I mean, was it, who, who did Mulholland drive? David, David Lynch. David Lynch. I actually uh, uh, mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, every single one of his movies, I could probably just... I don't know what the fuck is going on. That's very true. Um, so You could just say David Lynch. Yeah. His filmography. Yes. <clears throat> everything he's ever done. Um, but yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. I'll have to think about it, too. Because oh, yeah, me too. I, I know that there's movies I saw to where someone would be like, well, it's open to interpretation. No, that's fucking bullshit. That's just poor st- storytelling. That's right. So I am not a fan of confusing movies. Um, I'm not either. Because I find it being lazy. It's very lazy. To where I feel like the writer didn't even know what they wanted to do. Like, yep. uh, I'm being obscure for the sake of being obscure. Right. It's like J.J. Abrams and Lost. What happened there? <clears throat> what happened there? No J- one knows. J.J. Abrams is what happened it's there. It's very true. The mystery box. Mystery box. Oh, by the way, I was right about Rings of Power. What happened? Called it. Yeah. What? Hallbrand was Sauron. Oh, was it? Yes. Ah, good. Called it. Spoiler alert. Eh, it doesn't matter. No <laughs> one's watching it anyway. <laughs> I'm not watching it. I don't even care. Um, that's funny. And I knew it. I knew you it. You did. You called it. I fucking knew it after that stupid scene on the raft. See, it's it's the epic storytelling that puts these this TV show just up on that pedestal to where it yeah. keeps you guessing. It does, right? Mystery box. Until you figure it out at the very 
first Beginning. five seconds because <laughs> they fucking telegraph shit. They like, telegraph it. They zoom in. They emphasize lines of dialogue. Yeah. It's this guy's important. This guy's important. Right. Is Sorman? No, he's not. No, he's not. Sorman. Red herring. Soren. 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 Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Stupid. I'll wife. never finish it. So yeah. whatever. I don't yeah. care enough. I uh, I have not watched it past the two episodes. I haven't either, Jay. I I want to watch Halloween ends. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know which I'd rather watch. Continue Rings of Power or rewatch? Probably continue. Oh God, no! I eight episodes. It's though. eight of that. Yeah, I'd rather watch Halloween. No, I just get more mad. That's a tough decision. Maybe we should talk about that. What would you rather watch? Halloween ends again or uh I will say a good thing for the Rings of Power sucking is I think it kind of elevated the Hobbit a little bit. Oh, good. For people to where now they're like, "Oh, maybe the Hobbit's not so bad." <laughs> kind of like what uh the sequel trilogy of Star Wars did to the prequels. To oh, where, yeah, people are reanalyzing it. Yeah, like, to where like, ah, I guess the prequels yeah, are back. It's, ah, it's still not as good as the original, but it's it's just because uh, you saw a shittier version since yes. then. And, which I kind of always liked The Hobbit, though. I mean, I always it's, liked it, yeah. it's being fun and stuff for the movies. It and, is. Um, it serves its purpose. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so what the fuck were we talking about? We're going to talk about House of the Dragon next House time. House of the Dragon, episodes right. 8, 9, and 10. That's we right. will break it down. That's right. It's going to be good. So, uh, looking forward to it. Me too. All right. All right, Jay. Well, uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, if you have any comments or questions or anything you want us to talk about, please feel free to write in uh, website and email is in the description. So please feel free to do that at your leisure. So, uh, but until next time, until next time, Jay. Thank you.